Welcome to the podcast. I just wanted to show you who's number one. Virginie, for those that are following on Zoom, our number one contributor. That's not very proper English, but it's okay. Contribuant, contributor, Melanie Miller. I don't know what the real word is. To our Podbeam, to our podcast, to Facebook, to messengers. All right, guys, we need your help, okay? If you've been following us for a while Please know how important it is to fight the algorithms. There, that's the metaphor I'm going to use, Marie-Pierre. To fight and win the, the algorithms. We need everyone's everyone's help. So welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. We, were, we are in the Thursdays and Fridays. We are with Stephen Covey, Melanie Miller, uh, Marie-Pierre, I feel always is right here in my room with me. We are with Stephen Covey. Even if he's passed away, his legacy lives on through people like me and you. Uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Once again, let me remind you, if you don't have the book, go get it. And number two, download the audio so you can read the book with Stephen Covey's reading. He actually does the English reading for us. And there, he adds so much extra text. So when you're reading the paragraph, he'll add uh, the little uh, grain of wisdom that is not written in the book and he'll add value to the paragraph or to uh, the chapter. So I absolutely love listening to Stephen Covey, listening to Stephen Covey. And Melanie Miller, I have to tell you, when I listen to Stephen Covey's chocolate deep voice, it reminds me of you. And this is why Melanie today is going to cover a really amazing story uh, so I want to thank you for that, Melanie. And uh, our astronaut, Marie-Pierre Tetron, my astronaut, right? Uh, she's going to bring us the tools to be able to be more spiritual. Now, remember, Marie-Pierre is scientific. So she goes, for me, this is not obvious to be more spiritual. So she's got an amazing exercise for you and, of course, for me. So I'm really, really excited. So the seven habits of highly effective people were in habit number seven, shoppers. The saw, the spiritual dimension, okay, is one of the principles of renewal of sharpen the saw. Our, our spiritual side. Now, remember, the seven habits revolve around all the six other habits, which are, let's recap, being proactive, beginning with the end in mind, putting first things first, think win-win, seek first to understand, then to be understood, and synergy, which, by the way, at the Seminar for Leaders, Melanie and I will be will be one of the major discussion because remember, when change comes around multi-level marketing businesses, when change comes around corporations, right, Dorothy, you've been part of the corporate world, without synergy, it doesn't hold the business, the corporation together. So Melanie, uh, I absolutely agree with you at the seminar, we need to do, we need to talk about synergy because once again, moving forward in 2022, there will be again, 
changes. Now, changes are always good if you know how to embrace them. If you don't know how to embrace them and you embrace them with, you don't embrace them and you resist, you know, the re, la resistance, right? The resistance usually end up um, having a life of battle, a life of poverty, and a life of where everybody else moved on, but they're still stuck in in the past. And we know a lot of scenarios like that, you know, with religion primarily, uh, with trying to fight, it's my land, it's your land. So what happens is one culture moves forward where the, where the other one stagnates in the past. Habit seven makes all of them possible to achieve and to sustain. So if you want to achieve and sustain the other six habits, we need to focus on sharpening the saw. Habit, habit seven focuses on you. It preserves you. It improves you by renewing the four dimensions of you. Last week, we began with the physical dimension. Today, we're going to continue with the spiritual dimension. Tomorrow is going to be the mental dimension. It sounds pretty you know, mental, like for <laughs> our mental state. And next week, we'll close off with the social and emotional side of the... Um, of this, this dimension. The spiritual dimension concerns with developing your leadership ability. So when, when I when I read this last night, I said, whoa, okay, let me really, really lean in, Monique, lean in and take notes, okay? So it is highly related to habit two, which is begin with the end in mind. Remember your 100 goals, write, you know, write your end in mind of 2022. When Dorothy, you read it to us, Melanie Miller, you wrote it to us, you read it to us, you know, the end in mind. So it's see the end of 2022, the vision board. So it begins with the end in mind. Okay, it allows us to identify what we really want in our life. And it is our core, our center, our values that shape who we are and what we become. Meditation is an important part of this dimension. Call it prayer. You know, Melanie Miller is going to tell you a story, so she's going to better describe all of this. What I want to share with you is it relieves us of all our stresses and problems, and it gives us peace to walk through the storm. One of the words that always come back to me, I read it in the book, um, uh, The Greatest Salesman of the World, where in one of his uh, chapters, there's 10 chapters, he says, this too shall pass. When you're fighting an outward battle, you know, last night, Monique, you were very open and I appreciated that when you said, I'm dealing, dealing with grief, See, it, it, it's an outside battle, right? It's, it's, it's what do you have as a word that's going to hook you and, and that you don't slide into depression, that's going to hook you and you don't slide into that black world, I call it. So one of the words Ogmandino would say is repeat to yourself, this too shall pass. So we, you know, it helps us to move forward. It helps us to move forward. So again, I repeat, it relieves us of all our stresses and problems and gives us peace. You feel renewed, you feel strengthened, and you feel recommitted to serving. You know, how many times, Melanie Miller, you know, we've served and because there's no gratitude, sometimes we, you know, secretly in our minds, what the hell am I doing all of this for? Well, it recenters us to serving and not because of one ingrateful human being that we're going to stop serving the rest that are grateful. And sometimes our eye goes on that one person that doesn't appreciate us. And David uh, McKay says, the greatest battles of life are fought out daily in the silent chambers of our soul. And 
Melanie, I was talking with Marie-Pierre. Remember the one who recruited Annie Marchand? The secret battle she was fighting secretly in her, in her head? You know, it's like the wires, they touch. I said, what's going on with that person? Well, that's it. She's fighting an inward battle. So when you learn about the spiritual aspect, you'll always understand the beauty behind every human being, even if they're not doing us right. You'll understand that somebody who does us wrong is in reality doing themselves wrong. There's a battle she's fighting inside. You're standing in line and somebody is being arrogant. Remember, she's fighting a battle inside. Don't say, why is she so un, uh, un, uncooperative or whatever. Whenever you're going to see this in your life, somebody cuts you off in a, in a, in a non-safe way. You know, Remember, she's fight- these are people that it, they're showing you they're fighting an inward battle. Okay, So when you win the battles within yourself, you will have peace. When you win the battles within yourself, you will know who you are. When you win the battles within yourself, you will find that your relations with those you know will improve naturally because from that point on, you'll understand that they're fighting an in-world battle. So you're not going to be arguing with them, but rather praying for them. This is what I love about this chapter. To better illustrate this, we'll go to Melanie Miller. Good morning, everyone. So uh, this is a great story, and um, as it develops, it gets greater. (laughs) So Arthur Gordon shares a wonderful, intimate story of his own spiritual renewal, and it's called The Turn of the Tide. It tells of a time in his life when he began to feel that everything was stale and flat. His enthusiasm waned, his writing efforts were fruitless, and the situation was growing worse day by day. Finally, he determined to get help from a medical doctor. Observing nothing physically wrong, the doctor asked him if he would be able to follow his instructions for just one day. When Gordon replied that he could, the doctor told him to spend the following day in the place where he was happiest as a child. He could take food, but he was not to talk to anyone or to read or to write or to listen to the radio. He then wrote out four prescriptions and told him to open one at nine, 12, three and six o'clock. Are you serious? Gordon asked him. You won't think I'm joking when you get my bill, said the reply. So the next morning, Gordon went to the beach. As he opened the first prescription, He read, listen carefully. He thought the doctor was insane. How could he listen for three hours? But he had agreed to follow the doctor's orders, so he listened. He heard the usual sound of the sea and the birds. After a while, he could hear the other sounds that weren't so apparent at first. As he listened, he began to think of lessons the sea had taught him as a child. Patience, respect, an awareness of the interdependence of things. He began to listen to the sounds and the silence and to feel a growing peace. At noon, he opened the second slip of paper and read, try reaching back. Reaching back to what? He wondered. Perhaps to childhood? 
perhaps to memories of happy times, he thought about his past, about the many moments of joy. He tried to remember them with exactness, and in remembering, he found a growing warmth inside. At three o'clock, he opened the third piece of paper. Until now, the prescriptions had been easy to take, but this one was different. It said, examine your motives. At first, he was defensive. He thought about what he wanted, success, recognition, security, and he justified them all. But then the thought occurred to him that these motives weren't good enough and that perhaps therein was the reason for his stagnant situation. He, uh, he considered his motives deeply. He thought about past happiness and at last the answer came to him. In a flash of certainty, he wrote, I saw that if one's motives are wrong, nothing can be right. It makes no difference whether you're a mailman, a hairdresser, an insurance salesman, a housewife, <clears throat> whatever. As long as you feel you are serving others, you do the job well. When you are concerned only with helping yourself, you do it less well. A law as inexorable as gravity. When six o'clock came, the final prescription didn't take long to fill. Write your worries on the sand, it said. He knelt and wrote several words with a piece of broken shell. When he then he turned and walked away. He didn't look back. He knew the tide would come in. And, you know, there are so many times uh, that, that we uh, are in situations where we really need to think about our motives. What are we doing? Why are we here? And one of the, the, the best ways to know why we're here is by knowing what is our personal mission statement. And so this morning I, I said, okay, I need to re-look really at my personal mission statement because if I don't know why I'm here, how can I possibly keep renewing myself spiritually? And, you know, when uh, Martin Luther King was faced with difficult days, he didn't say, I don't have time to do anything spiritually. He says, I need to spend another hour on my knees. And so uh, what I did this morning was I just revisited my personal mission statement. And, and this is what I came up with. I will live my days to the full, educating and being educated to help people and myself realize our best potentials. And, you know, if I read that and I think about that, I'm like, well, I have to be absorbing and giving all the time. Otherwise, it doesn't fit with my personal mission statement. So um, the, the last thing that I want to share with you is I found in my little personal great primary greatness book, I found a, a summary of spiritual, and it says, you will experience inner peace and new confidence in your capabilities. Acting as though your life could end at any moment will encourage you to do the right thing in the moment of choice. When you make conscious choice to do the right thing, you gain inner peace. 
And as an added benefit, you will gain new confidence in your capabilities. Constant renewal will keep you competent to serve at the highest level of your personal and professional pursuits. So uh, I loved reading this. I loved being able to uh, renew my own personal mission statement. And uh, now I'm going to hand you over to Marie-Pierre, who's going to help you with your spiritual renewal. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, I have an exercise for you guys this morning. But just before I start with this part, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. So if you haven't shared, that's the time to do it. If you are on Podbean, of course, you want to share because it gives you heart. And at the end of the month, we do a draft for our conditioning program. So make sure to share and like and comment. And on Facebook, when you share, uh, absolutely add a comment before the share because we want people to know why they should listen to the podcast so thank you for sharing because it uh, it's with your help that we can grow organically our community that always level up so thank you for sharing so let's start with uh, this exercise so first spiritual renewal is a dimension of personal leadership and direction so the direction comes from your moral compass so this is a private aspect of your renewal. So your mission, your purpose in life is your inner compass. So your value are the mechanisms that point the way. Honoring and nurturing your inner compass is a most important task. So by charting a course of spiritual renewal, you provide a rekindling of the fire within. So this provides the energy necessary to travel the course of your compass as charted so let's start with the exercise so identify first your uh, renewal plan so spiritual renewal encompass many areas so it will be different for each person remember it's different for each person and spiritual renewal is personal and can be extremely intimate so interpreting what your frame of reference tells you about what is happening out there is spiritual renewal so I have five questions to help you identify. And after that, we go into the plan of the spiritual renewal. So question number one. Maria, are you ready? <laughs> she really wants to answer the question. Okay, first, question number one. Which endeavor will stimulate and inspire you as well as tie you to what you value most? A big, hairy, audacious goal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Question number two. What types of things can you do and in what types of places can you spend your time so you are inspired and spiritually refreshed? The podcast. And... Uh, absolutely researching every thought that goes in my mind like every thought literally that goes in my mind i i, I google it and it, it takes me down roads that i would never have thought of example this morning's subject spirituality i spent over an hour just going down different roads like over and beyond what has been said on this podcast perfect number three how do you personally connect to a higher power? 
for me, gratitude, walking in gratitude. I used to make it a point at the end of the, the, the day to fall asleep by revising my gratitude. So thank you, Lord, for another great day. Thank you, Lord, for the food. Thank you, Lord, and fall asleep on the gratitude. Instead, now as I grow older, I walk in gratitude. So not only do I fall asleep, but as I move in my day, like this morning, I get up and it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a 24 hour process and not just a five minute process before falling asleep. Mm. I love it. <laughs> Number four, do your action align with your value? Yes. Today I'm able to say I'm my age. If it doesn't align with my value, I'm out of there. Or people, or, pe oh. or people that I tolerated before. Okay, maybe for mm. the younger people, I'll say this. I only wish there's a lot of things I would have known a lot younger because I, I tolerated a lot of people that didn't have the right values because I was afraid they would dislike me. And I was looking so hard to be liked instead of being respected. That today, anything that doesn't align with my values and people that don't allow with my, my values, I'm out of there. So I really hope you don't wait until being 50 to figure that one out. <laughs> yes. I don't, hang on. Dorothy? <laughs> and number five, everyone go and write in the comments, uh, list the spiritually renewing idea that you have thought, uh, thought, thought of uh, that you can use. What kind of idea you have that you can use for spiritually renewing? You know, I thought of that last night, Marie-Pierre. I didn't know you were going to ask me that question. And I said, I think I need to, it, it just went through my head, Melanie. I said, what I should be doing is at least once a year traveling to a sacred place. Like example, uh, Rome to go visit the Vatican, maybe Jerusalem to go at, you know, those points in the world which are related, you know, the, the, the Maya people. In, in Mexico. And I said, maybe one of the things I should do that is connected to one of my, my, my bucket lists is traveling in the sacred places of the world. You see? Mm -hmm. So I said, maybe that's what I should add to my list. Doesn't that sound great, Melanie? Mm. Huh? I love it. And I have uh, Dorothy, she write uh, um, a personal retreat or uh, I don't know if I say it right. Pilgrimage. Pilgrimage? Yes. <laughs> I really love it. So before we go into the planning of our spiritual renewal um, process, I want to give you some idea because I didn't see so much answer in the comments. <laughs> so maybe you are like me that with this question, I was, mm, I don't know what to write. I have no idea. <laughs> So if you are like me, I will give you some ideas. So I have found 10 ways to renew yourself spiritually. So it will give you some ideas. So now when we go into the planning, you will have something to write. So first way you can renew yourself spiritually is go on retreat. So just like Dorothy wrote, it's really a good idea. So one of the most effective ways to recharge your battery is to depart from your everyday routine and go on a retreat. Number two is be of service. So giving of yourself can be deeply spiritual act of abundance. So consider 
volunteering your time to enhance the life of those in need. Number three is immerse yourself in nature. So think of a time when you felt the most expansive, limitless, and at peace. So chances are you were in nature when you felt that way. So immerse yourself in nature. Number four, it's start a morning ritual. So how you start your day sets the tone for, you, the, for your enti entire mental and emotional life. So if you don't have a morning practice, create one. It's so important. If you need one, you don't know how to start it, the conditioning program is really something that can help you with that. Number five is observe a Sabbath. So the dedicating an hour every morning to your spiritual practice is an incredible way to start your day. But what about taking an entire day to recharge for your week? So try taking a Sabbath. So it's a one day a week where you unplug from technology, get outdoor, dig into your uh, most inspired book and spend time with the people you care about. Number six is read a spiritual text. So sometimes it is comforting to remember that you don't have to figure, figure it all out on your own. So dedicate yourself to a primary text in line with your belief. Number seven is find a teacher or a mentor. So imagine trying to figure out math on your own. And yet so many people <laughs> haven't dedicated time to spend with a teacher to figure out this thing called life. So open yourself up and as they say, the teacher will appear. Number eight, eat a clean diet and refrain from drinking alcohol. So it is challenging, it is challenging to feel the clarity of divine communication if your body is in a state of disease or lack of good health. So like Maria told us about this morning, um, for a lot of people in Europe, it's intermittent fasting that is really something that they use to make sure to have a clean diet. So just Think about what you need. Maybe it will be to eliminate the alcohol. Maybe it will be uh, to uh, eliminate uh, some of the meat or sugar just to have a clean diet. Number nine is take a new class. So a simple thing you can do to refresh your spirit is to take a new class that will move your body and steer your heart. So yoga classes, uh, you can find it online now. So it's really easy to find some classes or it can be med meditation class or courses. And uh, so surround yourself with other people that want to um, uh, try to reach that uh, spiritual renewal. And number 10 is journal of gratitude. So journal all your gratitude. So write, write and write. So if you're not sure what to write, just start with your daily gratitude. So gratitude, Gratitude is not only a practice, but a way of life and the gateway to spiritual death. If you're already writing some of uh, your gratitude every day, you can take it to the next level by trying some of more advanced gratitude practice, like going for a breath, depth, and specificity of your emotion linked to those gratitude. So now let's go into the planning. 
you have an idea if you have nothing on your paper first now let's go with the plan so which which renewal idea from your list seems right for you at this time so what is that one idea so when you choose it write it as an affirmation so for example if you have determined to uh, visit the mountain several times a month for spiritual regeneration you might write i will visit the mountain four times this month on the following days and you write the days that you wanted to do it so what is it so you will start it with i will and now it will be your plan nahia what you, will you write i will You're not open on Podbean? <laughs> I, I will, I will. Melanie, which, which uh, shall I will? <laughs> what should I will? What, what sh should I will? What should I will, my friend? What should I will? What should you will? You should will to plan a schedule to be able to visit some spiritual places in the world. So you actually have to plan it rather than just saying that it's a good idea. So go in my mm. agenda and talk with Mohammed. Okay, this time, this month, this date. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Melanie. That's Melanie. I, I just, I, I just <laughs> wrote, Mary Pierre, I will walk every day, but during the walk, I will take 10 minutes to listen and appreciate the world around me to to empty my mind of all other thoughts. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so if you haven't found your way, you have time to do it. So when you have that plan, you write it as an affirmation. And now in your planning tool, it's to schedule the time when you will follow through your commitment. So, and now the next step is to evaluate. So determine a time three or four weeks from now when you can appraise progress. So how is it going? Do you feel a spiritual connection renewal uh, spreading throughout your life? If not, what adjustment can you make? So record your success and any change you want to make to your plan. So that's the plan for the uh, spiritual renewal. Uh, thank you. Hey, what a morning, Melanie. What a morning. I, I don't know about you guys on the pod beam, but for me personally, and I'm sure for you too, Melanie and Marie-Pierre, the scientific one, she said, I was reading today and I said, <clears throat> I don't understand. Thank God for the exercise, right? Uh, it added so much value, especially in the beginning of a brand new year. What a way to align ourselves. So in closing, what I wanted to add is remember the battles are in our own secret chambers of our soul. The battles are there happening. Win those inner battles. Settle those inward issues that cause conflict inside of you. Okay. Know that everything shall pass. You will have your public victories. You will cooperate. You will be interdependent with others and accept that their way of seeing things, your way of seeing things are different. Let's work on a third alternative. Win-win. You will promote welfare of good for other people. You will genuinely be happy for other people's success. Okay. You, you can envy them, but envy and jealous them is not the same thing. You see, and say, if they can do it, I can do it. All will flow naturally and it will allow you to achieve the best version of yourself every day intentionally. Ah, oh, 
What a segment today. Amen. Amen. So tomorrow, please join us. We're going into the mental issues. <laughs> the mental dimension. All right, guys, we love you. If you enjoyed, please share. Remember, sharing is caring. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you.